0: Big wide world and all the people that live in it. Welcome to Bitchin Brew podcast about music, life, and everything in between. With me, your host as ever, Danny Randon. Uh, This episode number twenty-seven, part one. it's one of those very rare episodes of Bitchin' Brew that I'm splitting in two. I think I've literally only done it once before, but that's because this is a very, very special episode. I've been chomping at the bit to get it finished and present it to you, and now there is no going back. So, just a couple of weeks ago, as I've mentioned multiple times in previous episodes, I was very, very fortunate to head out to the lush surroundings uh, of Upcote Farm in the Cotswolds for a little shindig called 2000 Trees. Uh, you may otherwise know it as the best fucking festival on planet earth Uh, or certainly I think so so yes 2000 trees it was my second time going there but my first year of taking bitch and brew backstage Um, instead of what I did at Teddy Rocks, which was recording individual episodes with my guests and making you wait months for me to put them all out. In fact, you know, I say that bearing in mind that I still have one episode left over from Teddy Rocks. So sorry to Vinny from Wallflower. If you're listening, mate, I promise you're up next, matey. I really do. Um, So yeah, instead of doing that, I thought I would do 10 to 15 minutes with a big bunch of bands and then cram it all together into a couple of special compilation episodes. Um, I guess that decision was also kind of influenced by the way press works at a a sort of quote-unquote big festival like 2000 Trees. There's uh, lots of sort of much larger press outlets backstage and publications. It wasn't going to be feasible doing 30 to 45 minutes with a couple of bands when they've only got an hour to do all of their press. Um, But the way I've done it here, in my opinion, is just as awesome. So in the first part of Bitchin' Brew Goes to 2000 Trees, uh, you will hear me chatting with the following people from the following bands in the following order. So we'll start with uh, Janine Shillstone and Hamish Riley. Uh, they are the singer and guitarist, respectively, of the Scottish, uh, I suppose you could call it pop, rock, rave, batshit, mental, awesome band uh, called Vukovie. Uh Then we'll dip into a chat with all three members of Press to Mico. I finally got them on Bitch and Brew. That's guitarist Luke Cayley, bassist Adam Roffey and drummer Lewis Williams. And they all do... Vocals too, which you know. If you know Preston Miko, you probably know that at this point. Um, after that, I'll be chatting to Connor Marshall and Jan Krauss, who together make up the rhythm section of Conjurer, one of the UK's most outstanding heavy bands right now. Um, and then we'll wrap this up, uh, uh, we'll wrap this episode up with none other than two members of Black Peaks, who are just one of the UK's most outstanding bands at the moment. Full stop. Um, I was extremely grateful to be granted the company of their singer Will Gardner and their guitarist Joe Gosney um, for uh, for this podcast. So throughout the episode... Uh, As I often do now, I'll play you a song from each artist between recordings And like I mentioned, I only had about 10-15 minutes with each of these bands So what you'll get for this episode is something a little bit more focused and question driven than Bitchin' Brew usually is And I I don't say that in a bad way in my opinion I do do make sure that we, we go off on a few tangents and have some fun And I hope that as a result you have an equal amount of fun listening to this this is only the beginning too, obviously. I'll be telling you uh, more about the second part of this 2003 special on the other side of this podcast. So make sure you stay tuned uh, to Bitchin' Brew. But in the meantime, I think we should get cracking with my chats with Black Peaks, Conjurer, Prestamico, and to start us off, Vukovi. <laughs> from Vukovie, welcome to Bitch and Bruin, welcome to Two Thousand Trees, how are you feeling?
1: Good, <laughs> like we usually do press after our set, right. um, so we're usually a bit more relaxed afterwards.
0: Are you a little bit...
1: A bit tense, trying to think about it. You, ne-
0: you nearly stuck to it sitting down, I, yes. you, I, you maybe didn't want to think about, maybe didn't want people to know that, but <laughs> it very nearly happened. I'm
1: very, very clumsy as it so is, <laughs>
0: Uh, so Janine, when we last spoke, uh, I, I bought you a Jager bomb before Enter Shikari at Slam Dunk. Uh, you and, and James Hickey in the backstage bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just saw of remember that by <laughs> the way! Oh my god! <laughs> That day. That how, was
0: a good day. How did that night end? Thanks.
1: Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> what song <laughs> was, that, was that one? Um, that was
0: south. That was Hatfield. Oh right, right, right. I, I don't even remember. By the
1: way, I, I totally remember that because remember I had the magazine. Yeah. We were in. We had a double page spread in the magazine, and like.
0: It was rock sound. Oh, was it, was it rock, rock sound? sound? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, rock sound. Um, <laughs> and like I
1: was like trying. I put it on the bar and like open it up. Just been like, oh, what? All right. So thanks for the yeggum. No, it's fine.
0: It's fine. It must have gone down a from the sounds
1: of it. <laughs> it did. Do you remember it? You said it How
0: bad is that? Well, I, I saw your uh, show at Southampton Joiners slightly oh, cool. a couple of weeks after that. Yes. And I was wondering, at what point does your show basically go from being a show to being an insanity workout for the audience? <laughs> Stardom. Because, because you have a, a thing of making the audience almost do like star jumps and uh, like lunges and squats at times as well. well
1: exercise is healthy for people and just try to encourage
0: positive and healthy yeah. um, exercise. It's fine, I had I, I, I a uh, squat off with someone here last year we uh, were watching Mallory Knox and we decided to squat in time with the... Because they've got great choruses. So yeah, yeah. Right. Good, good squatting music. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. I've never yeah. thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I
1: can't even do one. I can't even run the length of no, myself.
0: Like <laughs> so... I, I, I did the squats though and uh, that was fun. And then I went, all right, now a lunge off. And I took Lungies. one lunge and oh, my, got my, my shorts no. from, from leg to crotch, <laughs> all <laughs> up one side, was Everyone, Martin, totally that? gone. <laughs> look! Look! Oh yeah, shit! Oh, okay. I've seen way more than I need to. Seen, um, have you seen
1: Have you seen that yeah, video yeah, where the guy yeah. goes to a wedding and like? He his yeah, suit He realizes his suits too tight for him, so he can't wear any boxes underneath. And he, he does like a squat. He does like a slut drop to like Rihanna, and his dick falls out. Like he's just like. Work, Have work, you never work, seen work. that? You need to watch. Oh just just Google it. Google it. And it she's like, best. work work. And he goes like, S and it goes. And then like. It's the funniest full video. Yeah, full like when, on dick.
0: You remember when that happened to Lenny Kravitz? I don't know. No. Or oh. I, need, <laughs> I mean i need to this, it, 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 without sounding distasteful lenny kravitz always got he's got a package on it oh, <laughs> for sure. i'm gonna go straight, we'll
1: to, google, that, straight to google after trousers,
0: yeah yeah see a little bit of metal down there as well so oh really yeah 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 the best is <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you're drinking rum and Diet Cola at the moment. I've got a can of Heineken on the go, which I very professionally open. Yeah, where, where did you
1: get that? Because we haven't got any
0: beer yet. Oh! We've not gone to our dressing yet. I bought this at a supermarket.
1: See, that is where we failed.
2: Right, really badly.
1: Why did, why did we do that? I don't know. Is it actual idiots. I got a tenner out. <laughs> See, to be fair, steven has got a bottle of Cracker in the van. Yeah. It's not for us. Yeah, but uh, well, we. It will be.
0: It will be. <laughs> fair, I thought <laughs> you just said a bottle of crap. No, no. Like, <laughs> no,
1: that's <laughs> after the same. <laughs> Don't <day>. be ridiculous.
0: <laughs> um, so this is kind of uh, one of the first almost uh, public appearances for the at, uh You know, in twenty eighteen. Totally. Um, so what what have you guys been up to?
2: <sighs> Rearranging our lives. So. Yes. <laughs>
1: Sort of in our life, so. <laughs> no. Just um, had a little change in, like, team, reshuffling team, um, and just concentrating right writing new songs. Right. Um, we have our next single ready. Wow. Uh, playing it today. Um, very excited about it. Very, very excited. How
0: are people who liked the first album going to feel about this new single?
1: I think it's a good, a good crossover. So, like, from, from album one. I think this is a good what would you call it a crossover Yeah movie? it's not like, too different It's like it's not like
2: It would fit in the first album Yeah it would well. fit
1: in the first album Right I think the melody is a bit stronger
2: It's heavy it's Yeah It's like heavy butter. Heavy
1: but very very, very poppy melody It's kind of yeah. catchy
2: like, Yeah But the producer we worked with was like don't do that song he was like don't do it yes. Like But it's I don't know Judge yourself.
1: <laughs> but um, I think I think uh, it's a good crossover I think, uh, album too. Uh, I think we want it to be a, even more extreme, even more fun, mm. more poppy, yeah. more riffy. So I think it's a good way of breaking people in.
0: Yeah. Be, being even more Bukovski. Yeah. You know. I mean, it
1: is, just it's just it's a very good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's a heavy song. Yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah. it's yeah. With the pop sense.
0: Mm. And so, have you had much time to reflect on the, the sort of success of the self titled album and, and kind of where it took you last year?
1: I don't, I st- I'm never happy to be honest. Like, yeah, okay. like I'm never happy. No. Like, yeah. Once we do something, achieve something, and I'm just looking at the next thing. And it's bad because I know a lot of my friends will say, "Can you not just, can you not just fucking enjoy the moment, enjoy at least enjoy it for at least a minute?" Yeah. I just can't. You just never It's not, it's not me. Totally. Which is sad. But We're both pretty bad for that. Yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. Like, we, I honestly think I think every like if We like sold out a world tour. I would be like, wait, we need to sell out the moon. Like honestly, <laughs> I just don't think I'd ever be happy. Sell
0: out the moon. Yeah. We sell it. Then, oh, then we will be the ver- first band to play just on the to
1: play on you- the moon to no one. You, you, you really afford to come to England? <laughs> 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 well, we just sold out a world tour. Then. Hello. <laughs> yeah. That, that must
0: be quite uh, uh, like the the sort of the Scottish <laughs> scene <laughs> com- coming up in that. Is it is it, is it quite a sort of when you think about, I think this attitude towards the music industry being purely London-centric is changing now, sure. for, the, for the better, Sure, sure. you know, because I'm based down on the South Coast and yes. it's easier for me to get to London than it probably is for you from, from yes. Scotland, you sure. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but at the time you are sort of coming up with bands like Father Son and yeah. The La Fontaine obviously. Top cheese as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, did, it, did it feel quite segregated and quite hard to sort of break, break through? Yes. <laughs>
1: Aye, it's funny because <laughs> I, 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 that wasn't we're doing, like that was our agent and like our management and mm. our label, like in our press, mm. like our press is based in London, our plugger was based in London, Right. our agents in London, Um. they were more like, yeah, let's, let's put Scotland on hold, let's try and break the rest of the country, right. which was something I just thought was going to be impossible for us, so that's us to our team. We just sucked, turned I up like, so well, wrote
2: songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we play live, like we don't sound like a Scottish band. Yeah, that's talk, true, that's true. We don't really sound like I, a Scottish band, sing. do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So we've always kind of struggled to fit in the scene up there I, a wee bit, if I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because we're a bit heavier than most of those right. bands that you just mentioned, for example. Pro. And I don't um, sing in a
1: Scottish accent. Yeah.
2: So as soon as we started like getting in crying, we started to fit in a bit more down yes. south, do you know what I mean? Right. Like But uh, like recently, like folk are like, no, you should really focus in Scotland a bit more, so we're going to try and it's a weird one
1: i think honestly i feel like the n- this like when we start the, n- the new single campaign i j- i don't know i'm hoping that things will take off again right. but or, like not not even take off again i've I just got a feeling that we might level up i'm hoping i'm hoping so <laughs> level up like i just I, I think i don't think i was I don't, yeah i don't think i was expecting the the fan, like the the fans and like the, the press to be so interested in because like, 'cause we've been out for a few months right. and I was thinking, oh, no one's gonna give a fuck now. But I'm quite excited now by the the hype and people actually, like, it's, we're still here and we're, we're wanting to hear stuff, so.
2: Yeah. I think we forget, we've, I forget we put an album, to be yeah, honest, yeah. we, we just, just think the, about the next, Aye. we don't even think about the first album anymore, no. do you know what I mean? Right, okay. So you forget that folk have been sitting on it for a year yeah. and had time to like really love it, if you know what I mean, mm. which is really weird, because we are just like, album two, album two, album two, so. It'd be interesting to see uh-huh. the reaction from people.
1: So. I, like, I'm not just saying this, like, I, and it was funny, we were having this conversation, like, that right. was a fly, I wasn't just right. No, yeah, um, no, we were playing handy
0: footsie. Yeah, we were playing handy footsie at most. <laughs> wow. Mm. Right. Um,
1: I think like we were saying about uh, like we've uh, the new stuff that we've written and recorded so far. Like, uh, well, we think it's like better. Like we think it's a lot better than the first album that like, you can hear. The progression you can hear, uh, you can hear the improvements. But I don't know if that's like, is that. Is that us being, it, maybe folk might hear it and they will be like, that's shite, like, yeah, we must ta- albums better.
2: We're talking about that thing that bands get where they're it, always like, the new stuff's the best, new stuff's the that, best, and it's like, is that is true it <laughs> like, Is it denial? Is it denial? Is denial? it denial? Like, yeah, totally. Is not. it like, are we blind? Because like, we, we sit on the songs for so long, yeah. we get bored of them way quicker. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just yeah. sometimes, yeah. like, so we always think the new stuff's better. I know, but I
1: don't, I don't know. Know. know, that's the thing. I'm, I'm hoping it's better. I think it's better. I think some of the choruses are fucking My gut says it's better. I want it to go more extreme. Like. So more popular codices yes. and more riff, riffing yeah. mm. I mean, love so the riff,
2: hundred percent. Yeah, yes, you, have, you
1: can't, you can't not have I mean, go the riffs, have and, that, and
0: and with you know, intense riffs means yes. more intense cardio at your shows. Exactly. More intense like, squats <laughs> reinforce your trousers. Oh my Aye, absolutely. Um, now before you go, uh, I must ask you to step up to Bitch and Bruise Bitching Question Generator. And soon as we're at 2,000 trees, I need you to each pick a number between 1 and 2,000. Okay. Any number between 1 and 2,000? 666. Alright, (laughs) 666. I like this one. Alright. If animals could talk. Which species would be the rudest?
1: (laughs) What question? (laughs)
2: Uh, This is so boring, but you know it's cats. Cats are dicks, yeah. assholes. <laughs> yeah, complete assholes, total douchebags, man. <laughs> nah. Dogs are like, ah! I mean, like fucking best pals, <laughs> but be
1: cats are just like, I'll fucking like not you touched me one more time. Exactly. Yeah, totally. <laughs>
2: uh, they take like ten out of your wallet or really? anything yeah. 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 like dicks, man. Thanks.
1: Uh. Yep. <laughs> Can I get one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- please, please, uh, pick a I'm number. Pick, you know what? I'm picking two thousand.
0: You're picking two thousand. Why? All right.
1: Just I don't know. I'm million. Yeah. Psychopath.
0: Because we are surrounded by loads <laughs> of fucking trees. Um, if you could grow anything on trees <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> um, there's a very sinister thinking face you've okay. got on at the moment I'm
1: trying not to sound like a- let me just think of this um, dogs <laughs> <laughs> just just fucking hunters at dogs yeah. dogs that love you no matter no. what, and and what's the word? Do
2: they get checked in by talking but cats? You, you get to give them lots of
0: uh, squirt scratches, lots of pats.
1: Yeah, like like like. Do you know what? Dogs for people that are they've cheered up. See dogs. See Not some, therapy see, dogs. Yes, yeah, so see someone. 100%. They see someone's feeling a wee bit down. They go to this tree, right? Press <laughs> a button, and a dog comes out. Is that a
2: random selection?
1: you get a random selection but they're all good they're all good dogs they're all yeah. dogs that like good yeah. boys. they're just gonna they're just gonna cheer you right on yeah. yeah. and then you go like oh thanks and then they go away with it, and then they feel better that
0: sounds good so I, that sounds like a good world to me that's yeah. That's, that's
1: yeah definitely
0: hopefully it happens one day <laughs> well um, Janine and Hamish thank you very much for being on Bitchin' Brew thanks for
1: having and,
0: me and uh, I'm gonna go change into a stronger pair of trousers <laughs> yes <laughs> Here with all three of Prestomico. Um, Luke, Lewis, and Adam. Welcome to Bitch and Brew. Thank you, hello. Hello, Bitch and Brew. That was wicked. That was like Robin Williams in. What's that what's that film where he does the radio for the army? Is oh, it- oh, good morning. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, Luke. Good,
3: good morning. Good morning Vietnam. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. <Hook>. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. That was it, yeah. You've
0: been, you've been fanning your band members like like uh, yeah. a, a, a geisha a did you say yeah because you you were the guys that were originally meant to be the first ever guests on Bitchin Brew were we yeah I didn't even know that yeah two years ago and then you fucked it because one of you got ill on uh, the on the Scuzz tour in uh, Southampton that would have been you that would have been you I'm not, not at all surprised yeah I'm a pretty, pretty ill cool. kind of guy <laughs> we, we've spoken so many times on this podcast call about call Luke <laughs> Um we've spoken so many times on this podcast about about my hometown scene and there's never really been anyone on the podcast besides me to represent the Horsham. the Horsham scene. Yeah. The Horsham.
4: those That's the best music scene the UK has known in its day.
0: I yeah. maybe not the UK,
4: but like those up there. It feels very bittersweet to look back and yeah, yes, think
0: of yes, those days at the Horsham Youth Centre. And the rugby club, yeah, as well. Awesome. And the rugby. Go, oh, they yeah, you know, the hardcore shows at the rugby club. I,
5: I, I must have, have missed out on time bar as yeah. well. Yeah. So,
4: really? Extra time bar. Yeah, do you remember do you we went we, into played into extra time bar with exit ten. And that was the show that all the labels came to and stuff. And that was ju- that was just before they released their debut album. No it way.
0: Wait, exit time bar was that the place that ended up being? Probably Chief Pleasure the... Centre. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Well, that's like not even in town. That's oh, like well out of town.
4: I'm
6: straight.
0: No, I'm no, like... no, no, no. I mean, like <laughs> I thought you meant like the place that what was it? The Black Cat.
4: Oh, Black Cat. Yeah, the I'm behind the theatre. Yeah. Um, about yeah, the bush House cute. in Calfold. It's not
0: really, awesome, House was sick. That, was oh, really that was the first place I ever played like a live show I yeah. suppose I suppose you could call it the first place I ever played the gig I did like one song in the encore with my dad's ACDC tribute band <laughs> yeah. that was about it and that was the first time I played live in front of anyone I love AC/DC tribute bands you'd have probably been my favourite band when I was 12 <laughs> <laughs> you, that, well they did play what was it the Oh, the festival that happened on all the stage... Was it just called Festival of Sound? I'm not sure. What is that? The one that you played where it's was the, the little stage set up in front of the old town hall. Oh,
4: yeah. Right. Some, that's the one there's a the video of us doing, Burning the Reward.
3: Yeah.
7: Remember that
4: one? Yeah, oh, we're, yeah, we're
3: in front of the like the little churchy. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Long time ago.
7: Yeah. yeah. It must
3: have been about seven or eight years ago now.
0: Yeah. And to think how far we've all come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, but when, when you... Gra- <laughs>
6: Sorry, that, <laughs> that entrance <laughs> fucking sick!
4: Ice cream. So, I don't even That's know what our happened. That's our sound guy, Nathan. <laughs> Just walked by with, with an ice cream. <laughs> the biggest ice cream
0: I've ever seen. Nathan, what flavour is your ice cream? Nathan mm, Come
4: be on the podcast. Oh, the oh,
0: yeah. we're, we're now joined by Preston sound
4: Nathan, guy, Nathan. Nathan's way more famous than we are. Hey. <laughs> that, <laughs> that looks
0: great. great so 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 when you were uh, sort of you know early early on in the days of Preston how how important was having that that small little hometown scene playing the youth centers and playing places like well, the I extra mean, time bar we, we were very Club. much
4: we never really as like especially Lewis never saw that sort that side of portion you know the Horsham music because that was very much in its prime when I was probably like how we when like yeah. I like fourteen? Yeah. So like this band was quite quite a bit after, but I've, I've said before how it was just the best. Like kids would show up to battle the bands every year. Like genuinely like one to two hundred kids at all the heats. Yeah. Then the final drum was on the bandstand. It was oh, like it was always pieces. so good, wasn't it? It was it was genuinely so well attended. It's not just like looking back and thinking things are bigger than they were. It's like yeah. It was pro- every, it was the thing to do back then. You go go on MySpace, talk about a band, and then go to a gig. Mm. And Horsham just was the town locally that could best facilitate that, I think. Yeah, except for like you know, Brighton, it's just. Like, I think like, it's so. just when you consider how, you know,
0: technically small yeah. a, band like, a town like Horsham is, I suppose, mm. to have that scene for the it's kids. Weird that it's uh,
4: Horsham as well. Right? Yeah, exactly. The, the, the last um, place yeah. you would expect. Graham Ansel's yeah. um, who ran, he ran QM Studios, and he was pivotal in, yeah, you know, pushing forward the scene and creating all these shows and events for the bands. And when he passed away the same kind there was no one really to fill his shoes mm-hmm. and take it up. yeah I kind of hope the uh, I hope we have a, a resurgence in yeah. a way yeah hope they cool.
0: set up H- Horsham Youth Centre again and maybe you know yeah yeah but enough enough about the past let's let's talk about talk the present okay, the me and, and here's to the fatigue it's been about what four months now since the album release yeah I don't, you, I don't even know you, it, you must end of be March. yeah, end of yeah. March. Okay, so we're coming up to four months now. You guys must have been so fucking relieved when it was finally out oh, there yeah. in the world because it took, you know, not to sound, uh, you know, uh, angry about it at all. It took so long mm. to hear it. Mm-hmm. What what kind of uh, what kind of period for the band do you think *Here's to the Fatigue* really sort of represents?
3: A depressing time, <laughs> <laughs> in where we were jaded by the music industry. and we'd just done too much press basically so we wrote a whole (laughs) album how how ironic (laughs) um no i I think it's 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 weird because like we're we're playing all these songs which we wrote almost two years ago now and and it's like yeah that's just the music industry though you know we recorded it over well when did we record it yeah three years ago we recorded it two years ago so yeah, it's 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 really nice to have it out finally. Um, and today like today's kinda of like the big fest the first big festival of the year where we've mm. actually been able to play these songs and, and kinda of get a response from everyone and
0: I mean it looked like you were having so much fun out there, yeah. And that- Luke didn't trip over, so Yes, I was gonna ask about that. You stacked it last time you were here, didn't mm. you, Luke? You're still nailing the guitar though and like well, as he stacked. Yeah, and did, I didn't did even notice he'd he fallen over. What happened? <laughs> did you trip over a monitor or something? Yeah. Sorry, mouthful <laughs> of chicken burger there. I. That's
4: exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I fell <over> my <laughs>
0: Eating a chicken burger didn't miss a
4: note.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was it like to go out to Texas and to and to work with Machine,
3: such a such a producer of such esteem like that? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Um, he's just like a very good personality for our band as well um, Just to be around and mm. to kind of like create that creative environment um, and atmosphere as well so and it was cool to actually go you know somewhere else to do the album Mm. and and, you know we were kind of like secluded out there we were like 40 minutes out of Austin, Texas so we are right in the countryside so it's just that's occupying your brain all the time which does texas even have a countryside or is it all just sort it's, of
6: yeah it's
0: pretty, pretty barren I think you, a could, drive a, you could drive like, like 100 miles and you'd yeah. literally be in the middle of nowhere. oh yeah. Yeah. mate that like, sounds incredible about, yeah. did you so being that far out did you have many sort of culture
4: shocks
3: at all yeah we there? shot some guns <laughs> yeah, that was, that
4: <laughs> yeah the guns was like the big things so it's like oh shit this is like <laughs> these exist loud yeah, yeah like these make loud sounds have a call of duty automatic rifle yeah it's so Like a toy garden, and and you can go in your garden and fucking shoot. Let one off. Not let one (laughs) off. We were enjoying it. (laughs)
3: Uh,
4: Well, before
0: you go, I must uh, ask you all uh, to take on the uh, uh, bitch and bruise bitching question generator. So uh, we'll go go around the table. I'll start with you, Luke. Um, If you could, because we're at 2000 trees, please pick a number between 1 and 2000. Four. You're you going low. Four. Do you want to go higher or no, low? Alright, so uh, if you could assume the role of a movie supervillain, oh, who would you, you choose? Player. I'm guessing it's not movie, but I'm guessing you're a huge Rick and Morty fan. Maybe the yeah, huge head's I'd going, be, show
4: me what you got. I'd be Mr. Incred- <laughs> I'd be Mr. Incredible because he... That's not a super not villain. A villain. Oh, villain! Yeah, oh, villain. Oh no. Luke's got dad issues, so he's like <laughs> 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 he's the villain of the film. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was just in a one-track mind because I was just thinking about how he get like Elastigirl's his wife.
6: Oh yeah, she's
4: hot. <laughs> she's so fit
3: and she can do a I'm mad thing for
6: her
8: to now. Have you seen,
4: so that's like the new thing that everyone's raving about Elastigirl. So I like, have fancied her since I was like 10 years. Okay. I've loved her for years, she's so bendy. Whatever floats your boat, mate.
0: <laughs> Nathan, you've got like, you've just spat vanilla ice cream all into your beard.
4: <laughs> that's what he does, he does sound and skits things. Um, <laughs> all
0: right, so su- super villain, because you can't oh, okay. go for a hero. Mega mind. He's the first I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, please pick a number between 1 and 2,000. Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to go for 400. 400? Bang on the nose, right. Oh, this is going to be interesting. If you could change one of your bandmates' names by deed poll, what would you change it to?
6: Good ones. Oh, Careful with what you're saying. <laughs> 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 don't let Nathan put words in there.
3: I <laughs> None of the nicknames we call ourselves on
0: tour.
6: Yeah, I think the one is still mildly like. Not good though.
4: Um, yeah. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. Mowgli Kaylee. Mowgli Kaylee. looks Mowgli when he's on his When I was younger, I looked a lot like Mowgli. Just because like, my hair was similar. Yeah. And, uh, are you getting
0: ushered away? No, 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 it's cool. Um, uh, Lewis, pick a number between 1 and 2,000. Uh, 3.
4: <laughs> yes! Well, if
0: you could assume the role of a movie, no. Okay, sorry.
3: um, What do you want me to pick? Thirty. Well, if you could assume the role, (laughs) Uh, fifty-five. If it's it's any help, they're in one hundred brackets. Two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty. Same as
0: free. Ah, this. Okay. Would you rather have? A 10-inch
3: long belly button which sways to music, or before, or before you give me the other option, I'll take the That's belly fucking disgusting. Okay, or
0: accordions for legs. <laughs> accordions, <laughs> accordions all the way, <laughs> all the way.
3: <laughs> yeah. Wait, could you? Could my belly? What does my belly button do? Is it a therapy? Just sways to music, like no, a like a pendulum. It just moves. I want some accordion legs, like, man. The thing about the you trousers at, you could wear. Oh. yeah! Can you imagine? It'd be great. I just look at people like that. Some proper MC Hammer parachute pants. Yeah, yeah. Love it. No one would know what you got going under there. And it's just your secret the whole time. I've got fucking accordion like legs. That. Well, it wouldn't be so much for secret. You'd be making accordion noises okay. the whole time everywhere you want. It'd be like... Yeah. But no one would know where it's coming from. Yeah. yeah I, might, I might just have squeaky joints. Or really high-pitched farts.
6: Yeah, that's <laughs> or that.
0: Right. Awesome. Hi folks, Danny here with a quick reminder that Bitchin Brew is available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Acast. There's a link, as ever, in the description of this episode where you can go and subscribe on one or all of those platforms. Uh, if you're a first-time listener to and Brew, then I would encourage you to go back and uh, check out some of the previous episodes, especially those which I've recorded with bands and artists that happen to be playing 2000 Trees this year as well. Uh, artists such as Jamie Lemmon, uh, The Exerts, Mallory Knox was a recent one. Uh, we had uh, Nervous Funeral Shakes, uh, Black Foxes, Muskets were in early guest on Bitch and Brew. Uh, Palm Reader Which was one we put up last week And was fucking excellent If I may say so And uh, I saw them live last night as well At the Southampton Joiners Just one of the UK's most visceral live bands um, So yeah, go and check out that episode It was a really funny one And all of the other previous episodes Of and Brew um, If you are a returning listener And you've already subscribed Then thank you I would also encourage you to follow and Brew on all the usual social platforms uh, Facebook, Facebook Twitter, Instagram, um, not Snapchat because Snapchat is a big old bag of wank. Um, but yeah, those those three that I mentioned earlier, the, the good ones. Uh, links in the description for those as well. Um, right, so you've heard Vukovi and you've heard Prestamico thus far. That was super cool. Um, now it's time to get into some heavier shit for the second half. So stay tuned for a chat with Will and Joe from Black Peaks. Uh, but before that, here is Conjurer. Well, I'm here with uh, Jan and Connor from Kendra. How are you guys doing? How are you enjoying your two thousand trees experience so far?
7: Oh it's been nice. Like the weather up until a couple of hours ago has been yeah too hot. If anything, yeah it's sunny when I arrived. Yeah, and it's not now. Well, it oh, nice. Great. Are yeah.
0: you here all weekend? I'm here all
9: weekend. I'm not, unfortunately. No, Works. just for the day. Yeah, it's
0: cool.
7: Well, you're technically. <laughs> headlining 2000 Trees Festival <laughs> I suppose is the right I'm thing. glad you realised <laughs> so yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> no joke when I went and got my wristband from Artist Liaison she was like oh yeah you're headlining the new stage and I was like oh yeah okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there we are cool so, have That's you ever I'm headlined
0: saying, a stage before <laughs> anywhere like I, I know a, headline like a show like a festival I mean I don't think so have we ever been on last anything I don't think we have you know well what
9: happened at Amplified because we played Amplified and then it like like torrential rain here, and I don't know if our stage ever reopened. Yeah, we may have been the last guy
7: to play on Amplified.
9: So yeah, in that sense, maybe. Yeah, I don't think we we have... I mean, I'd take it. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, uh, Connor, have you been practising your uh, your wind... It sounds sort of wrong when I say, have you been practising your windmilling? Because everyone thinks it's something (laughs) sordid. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
7: getting really good at it now. Have you seen him do his double windmill? (laughs) What
0: is the double windmill? So, it's... I I mean, I dread uh, to think. (laughs) So it's
9: it's we we're only just getting to a point where we're playing on like slightly bigger stages, yeah. which I love because we're a, like a fairly active band live.
0: Hello. That's oh, the red, red arrows. arrows? Right, My lads. in the red arrows. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was One a total, red arrow. That was a total distraction. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, no, your double windmill.
9: So yeah, um, so the normal windmill it got it down wicked. Um, now that we have like bigger stage space, there's just a bit in one of the songs, Heydall, which we normally close with. Right. Where it's really easy to play, it's one note for me, and I can I just one time happen to windmill, but also go around in a circle. So it goes like that. So there's a well, lot
0: of... Oh, that's fucking sick. <laughs> So, That's so good, I've got to see that. Tonight.
9: Given the space, yeah, I'll whack it out when I can. To be fair, at Techfest, I think I went in a couple of circles randomly. Yeah. Given
0: the space, I'll do That's it. That's alright then, but, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I saw that uh, that Life at the Cape Hit video that you did. Yeah. Literally like the smallest space ever, but you still managed to get <laughs> yeah. it in yeah. there. And it it's just one w- we It reminds me of that video. Have you seen that video of the guy that does like, or, like DIY or like, DIY, or, like <laughs> the office job? He's there photocopying <laughs> and he's <laughs> fucking going at it. Yeah, I've had that sent to me. I love yeah, it. it. I've never been able to grow my hair that long to be able to do it. Yes. I, I end up just looking like a. Yeah, it's one of the very dog few
9: reasons I've still got it. Yeah. Right, there, was, there was a solid period of a year where, like, every three or four weeks I'm like, do I really still want long hair? But now that I'm in abandon can use it, yeah. I absolutely, yeah,
0: really do. Jan, have you ever sort of uh, felt like you need to grow your hair out just so you can windmill?
7: Uh, yeah, but not enough to actually do it. Right, Like, okay. I I cut It's it. not I, enough
0: of an incentive. Oh yeah, was... I mean, I,
7: I had shorter hair than you and I hated dealing with it, washing it, drying it, that's what I shaved it off. I was thinking
9: about this the other day, it might have been at Techfest, I was like, I can't remember what Jan looked like with hair. Yeah, yeah it
7: was a nightmare, so I just got rid of it, it's much easier. Yeah. I can wash my hair and dry but it in two
0: seconds. Fair enough, like, I was watching the Dirty oh, Nil earlier, layup. got beer, okay. stuff it. it's cool. gonna, it's yeah. gonna uh, I think a little bit of cider went in there as well so it's gonna go all hard and crunchy like you wearing cheap hair gel or something it's not gonna be nice well look, I'm really excited to talk about Maya because it's one of my favorite albums of the year so far um, did you really expect it to take off in the way that it has because it feels like it's come at a time you think about the last couple of years of extreme music um, you know year before last you had Oathbreaker last year. You had Code Orange, and employed to serve. Yeah. Um. Why Why do you think extreme music is kind of breaking the mold in in
7: the way that it is now? I don't know. It's because we don't really have a lot to do with that. You know, we just we write the songs mm. that we like, and other people seem to like them as well. Yeah. So I mean, I always look at it. I just think it's pure luck. In all honesty, like. All, all but, we've done is write out a, a load of songs that we like, and other people happen to like them. Yeah, there's an element of that, I think you yeah, um... I think mean, the band
9: did its part in putting the, like, the, the material's good. It's not like, because it can go either the way they like, there's probably tons of, like, amazing albums that never get the recognition they deserve, as well as there's the albums that aren't great at all, but for some reason get pushed to the moon. Like, I think... It's it's gone well in the fact that we're all we're so confident in the material that's there, then paired with the look of right place, right time, any of that sort of thing, and people seem to be really drawn to it. Where yeah, it's all come together and gone like like you say, like ridiculously well for us. So yeah. no, we, we weren't expecting it at all, but now that it's happened, like. Well,
0: when I was talking to Brady and Dan around the album release uh, for a different interview, you know, you know um, they were saying about how the band sort have of generally felt about the EP. And, and what you wanted to sort of take to the next level, what you wanted to keep, what you wanted to sort of leave behind. Have you had much time to reflect on what you want to
7: do with, with the next release now? No, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd have to hear what they said, but I don't like I didn't see it at all like that. We, A lot of the songs that are on the album were written at the same time as the EP, right? Okay. and we just happened to split them up in such a way that they worked well together. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, we'll approach the next record in exactly the same way. We'll write a load of bits that we like. We'll stick the bits together into a song that we like. We'll record them and cross our fingers that everyone else likes them as well. Yeah, I think musically that happened with him. I think they were talking more production and the actual recording and that. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. when like. I mean, I'm never going to be happy with that. It could always be better. Do right, you know what okay. I mean, I'm one of those sort of people. Like, you constantly want to improve it. Honestly, I just want it to sound heavy. If it sounds heavy, if you can hear the notes and it sounds heavy, I'm happy. Yeah. Oh, well, there we are. Right? Yeah. So, if all the drums kind of blur into one. Then... Oh, yeah the, yeah. the drums. I mean, I feel like there's an art to doing drums, and most people have sort of got it. Like they try and make it sound as close to a drum machine as possible. Right. And I'm completely fine with that. If you can do that, great. But I'm really big on composition and, like, the notes in specific chords. I like to be able to hear the notes that are being played. Yeah. So, you want a heavy guitar tone, but you don't want it to just be white noise, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. want it to actually have some musicality to it. Um, and, yeah, the closest we can get to that as possible, that's, that's what I'm after. Don't about you? <laughs> yeah? Similar stuff because it's a tough
9: one, because I'm really into, like, if we're... I don't know how the songs are going to turn, because there was a bit of a there was a bit of like oh yeah we, we we don't really think about like the music in this way too much but there was a little bit of like oh yeah we want the next album just to be like dirty yeah. like riff like just noisy like heavy riffs and like there's a few bits like that but then since we're just writing anyway it's naturally gone back to not so much being all focused on one thing yeah but in terms of like production and that sort of thing like i really like kind of similar to you i really like Clean on point, can hear everything really well. Production. Well, that's
0: why I think my favourite song on the album is probably Thankless. You know, and hearing is it Dan who does the clean vocals on oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Fucking incredible, honestly. In it, yeah. So yeah. you're kind of holding it down for the Holy Royal Records roster today, uh, this weekend in general. Yeah. But at uh, 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 Art Tangent, you're obviously going to be teaming up with, uh, with Peen for your set. Uh, well, you're doing two sets. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. A, a Norman Country set and then one with Peen as well. How have uh, preparations been going for that? Yeah.
7: Are, are we the only two people that haven't been to a rehearsal? Yeah, it's
0: really difficult. It
9: is, it's honestly really difficult. Like we've got a bit of a group chat on Facebook, so we're constantly talking about it. Yeah, there's like versions of songs going backwards and forwards. But in terms of like being able to meet up and do a rehearsal and like all of that, it's a nightmare to organise. And so far, Dan and Brady have
7: been the only ones who've actually been able to get in a room with those guys. Oh, I was I was at the first one, so I, I helped write one of the songs, okay, and then, yeah. I haven't
9: done anything I since. I have yet <laughs> to go to a rehearsal, so at the moment it's just I learned the bass as they're sent over, but it's getting there, slowly, yeah. like, in, in terms of working with them, like, because we did, we did a tour with them as well, um, like, they're, they're, like, wicked people, so we're more than happy working with them, getting it all together, it's just more of a logistical nightmare physically than we perhaps realised. And so that, that's the only sort of like hard bit we're up against is songs are
3: being
7: written. Yeah, yeah. and, just... and I've
0: heard them, and they sound pretty good. It's, so. Yeah, it's gonna get there. It's just well, I'm hoping to get out to it. And before you go, can I just ask you very quickly uh, to pick from Bitchin' Brews uh, Bitchin' Question Generator? Oh, hello. Um, if you decide between the two of you, uh, to pick a number between one and two thousand, and I know you like proper metal, so don't pick six 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 because fucking everyone's done that this weekend. That's so right. a number between one
7: and two thousand. One and. 2000 How do you want to approach this? Oh, I'll pick a two-digit one, you pick a two-digit one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll go for 18. 18? I'll go for 49. So 1849. 1849. Oh, that's a wicked word, isn't it? I love yeah. that. Alright.
0: Uh, no one's done this one yet. The okay. Wicked. It's not a question, it's a challenge. Oh, alright. Give me your best impression of
7: Sean Connery. Oh god, I can't even tell you I'm the worst. There you are, Connery. Yeah, it's not great, is it? <laughs> it's not great. You're asking the worst It's a great question,
9: but you've not
0: asked the best people for it. Yeah, uh, we are the worst people. I feel like I can only say one word as Sean Connery, and that's when he's playing Indiana Jones' dad. You can just say, Junior! Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean. It's mainly just yeah, putting
6: the, like, of the back yeah, head Have up. you ever seen The Trip? Sure. The
9: Trip? Have you ever seen The Trip? No, it's, it's basically Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon yes. doing this yeah. sort no, of thing. Yes, I have. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. That's,
7: so that's yeah. what I feel like we're in at the moment. Yeah, except that <laughs> can actually do impressions. Yeah. Honestly, when you said doing impression of Sean Connery, I immediately went to Steve Coogan doing an impression of Sean Connery. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure he's done it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's done it. Yeah, he will have done it. When he's done the James Bond episode of Partridge. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah,
0: but anyway, sorry wait, but I Well, no, there you go. Very <laughs> relevant chat to end, uh, yeah. <laughs> to end that one. Yang, uh, Connor, thank you very much. And best uh, thank of luck with your headline set tonight at <laughs> yes. 2003. Awesome. Thank you, That's uh, awesome. Thank oh. you. Cool, Thanks. Thanks for uh, this. this this is technically your fourth time in a row here now playing. Yeah, yeah fourth, I think so. Fourth yeah. year in a row. Yeah. So yeah. shh. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's figured it out here. Yeah. We're Not meant to be here. <laughs> and I can. I guess you can say you're technically headlining. Uh, a, a-, a stage. Headline. I mean, I would take that as. Yeah, we're headlining. No, because
5: at the driver definitely <laughs> headlining. Yeah, yeah. Take that
8: away from those guys. <laughs> no, Which we are headlining the cave stage. Yeah, I'd be a bit scared to take that away. I think, I think, we, like... I think we opened the cave four years ago. It yeah. near enough that's crazy. It. So that, that, that's really cool to come back, and mm. come back. What?
0: What? What do you think it is that keeps you know keeps you coming back to 2005? James keeps asking us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: It's pretty simple. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's just like, it's probably the best UK festival. I think it's just amazing bands great vibe um awesome people and like yeah james
0: james and the guys keep saying come back and we're like oh okay cool <laughs> how, how many times do you reckon you'll have to play here before they before we die no maybe 20 <laughs> <laughs> before, before i was gonna say before they name a camp after you oh like oh man i don't Camps know it's black peaks let's send him an email
8: oh great yeah, yeah you you I was
0: asking, I was asking Murray about this because they have played like nine times now yeah, or something yeah, ridiculous. So I was wondering how long they'll have to play before they name Camp. Yeah, they'll be they'll be first because they've yeah. been they've been slogging away at <laughs> trees longer than we have. <laughs> to be fair, Camp Black Peak sounds like somewhere like a summer camp where you get killed by an axe. Murderer, <laughs> it does. Perhaps so it sounds a little bit Camp Crystal Lake for it my liking. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, well, I want to talk about All The Divides, because I'm very, very, very excited to hear it. Um what, what sort of state do you think the band was in coming out of the sort of cycle for statues? Would you yeah. say... <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Not not good. <laughs> uh, right, okay. We, well, we worked ourselves into the ground. Okay.
8: Yeah, We're off like after... Uh, in fact, we finished it, uh, finished the cycle here. Uh, a year ago a year ago it was off the back of like six weeks in, in a van around Europe wow um, and it was it was like equally one of the, like, the best times that we've ever had as a band but also one of the hardest times because I think we were just exhausted towards the end of that and there, there was a few I, I think there was a few questions as to whether like we wanted to just Take a bit of time, or jump straight back into doing it and afterwards. But it, yeah, it was pretty shit for a little while. After right. Okay. But, yeah.
0: What was the point at which you kind of realised maybe you need to sort of step back and, and regroup for a little bit? I had a, I had a lot of like mental health stuff. that like,
5: right, okay. uh, I was really bad after that six week period, just because. Well, just, I was mentally completely exhausted right and it's really funny I was quite bad then and then Joe <laughs> had chronic fatigue syndrome of like physical exhaustion right like shortly after that which is <laughs> like totally nuts so we were just we literally just wore ourselves into the ground just mm-hmm. just working touring playing all the, all, the, all the time and like So there's definitely a limit that you that we we know what that is now, and like there's loads of things that we've learned that we're like, oh, we can't do that now because that
8: that tires us out, and we've I think we've like
6: cracked it now. He says, we'll
8: see, we'll see. Let's have this conversation. Two years time. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, being in Brighton, I've just moved to um, to Portsmouth, just just along the coast. Oh, cool. And uh, you know, like that sort of whole, I was moving flat, and there's so much to sort out when you're like moving into a place, you know. And I got a new job, and I was just totally burnt out. But I took a like, I kind of took a night where I kind of went down to the seafront and stuck on some, you know, albums that I hadn't listened to yet, and had a beer. And the sea is a wonderful
8: place to kind of rehabilitate from those sort of feelings burnt out I suppose. Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's the nice thing about living by the sea. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now as well, it's so warm, you go for a swim, just hang out. Absolutely. bit pebbly though. Yeah. Lots of pebbles. <laughs> it's nice Um, what, what do you, uh,
0: with, with, uh, with all the divides, what, what did you feel like you kind of wanted to uh, do
8: differently this time around with this album? It's a good question but i don't know that there was like uh, a conscious a conscious decision of like oh we need to make this this sort of albums you know it's something we've just been speaking about actually it's just us getting the four of us getting into a room and making songs that Make us all happy and excited to be playing. Right. that that's always been our ethos. I think, and as long as we continue to do that and never write into a spec or to for someone else, I think it yeah. yeah, will continue to be Black Beats and an evolution of that sound. So, yeah, as 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 we become, you know, I'm still like like figuring out what I want my guitar to sound like and like you know working out what vocals work with that guitar and you know we're st- forever working this stuff out. I don't yeah. think like. There's ever a completed version, version if you know. Mm. So,
0: yes. what, what was it like working with Adrian Bushby, considering his prestige as a oh, producer? Okay. I mean, yeah. he's produced the fucking Foo Fighters, and I mean, he's an absolute prick.
5: So yeah, you know. <laughs> 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 he loved that. Um, uh, he's just brilliant. He's just like really good mate of ours now, which is, I mean, we. Yeah, I don't know. He's so approachable. Such a experienced old school (laughs) (laughs) producer workhorse that like you don't we never had to think about it at any point and that's one of the best things about it is a real people person and like we never we never at any point had to or would have had to think about we are working with Adrian Bushby right oh my god <laughs> that was never a thing it was always like ah boys, it's alright yeah. what's going on yeah like have a few tins yeah, yeah. He, well he doesn't drink and we okay. we actually didn't um, I, I had a tooth problem <laughs> while we were recording the record so I didn't drink either yeah. and then we kind of all basically decided not not to drink okay. pretty much the whole process of tracking so Ooh. so it was more like um, let's have some more coffee and stay up till two o'clock making some more
0: music, yeah, so and all then all get up at seven. Coffee. <laughs>
6: yeah.
0: So you were saying earlier about the the six weeks touring in the van around Europe. Yes.
8: Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, I suppose uh, did that feed uh, in a lot of influence into into your new track Home? Uh, quite a bit because I understand uh, that track was kind of inspired by travelling around Europe yes. and, and yeah. being quite far away from home and seeing a lot of well you know, division I suppose. Yeah. Could you so tell me a little that,
8: bit more about that? So that was um, actually from the summer before that. So right, okay. Actually out of the writing for this album yeah. has been over the course of the last two years and that home was one of the first songs we wrote for the album. Right. And that was when we I think lyrically the was inspired by when we were flying over to Hungary maybe?
6: Yeah yeah. Uh, from,
8: from from Denmark. From Germany or wherever uh, from Denmark
5: Germany. via Germany.
8: Yeah. We uh, missed the flight. Yeah, we missed the flight and it was we just found out about uh, Brexit right. and and it was we just we felt quite far away from it, but very close to it at the same time. So I guess that played into it. A lot. And
0: um I, I if oh, you're I I suppose the question everyone wants uh, everyone wants answered is, sorry, we're getting a little bit of an intrusion here. <laughs> it's dampy car. It's Wrecking other people's stuff all the time. He's got his own podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> um, will, I suppose an important question, will you be dusting off the saxophone for the excerpts oh, this weekend? I know, I have
5: to go to no. work before that. It was in the plan but um, I they're on as they should be quite late. Uh, they're on like five on or something stage. on the main stage on the Saturday. Uh, um, and I have to go. So I can't I couldn't do that. Another so time shame. perhaps. Yeah there'll be another time Le- They've man. had the people doing I just mouth did it in sucks. London with them a, a few a few months ago. I know and I missed it. Yeah. loads they... of people missed it and were like, Oh, what are you doing it then? It's like, yeah.
0: I should have come to the show. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Um, before you go, um, because we're at 2,000 trees, uh, I must ask you to pick a number between one and 2,000 uh, for Bitchin' Brews Bitchin' Question Generator. Oh. So if you each like to pick a number between one and 2,000. 89, 89. Okay. So, well, if you could assume the role of a movie supervillain, who would you choose?
5: Movie supervillain
3: got super
5: awesome um, uh, I'd be a much nicer Voldemort. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first thing
0: that's come to my head. <laughs> what are you, who are you going to be? Well, if you'd like to pick a number between 1 and 2,000, you might be able to get a totally different question. Sure. Uh, 1,650. <laughs> Alright. This- what was the most absurd fad or trend that you were a sucker for
8: in school? Uh, Pokémon, for sure. Pokémon. Yeah, when I was when I was in primary school, that right, okay. I was big. That was like full gangster shit in school. You know, who had the biggest deck of cards? And yeah, go around stealing other people's Chinese. Yeah, who had the rarest Chinese. Japanese? Yeah, I had like exactly. a Japanese
0: Onyx card at one point. That was pretty cool.
5: Oh,
6: Whoa. Right. That's pretty cool. That's probably,
0: that probably cool. worth quite a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, how much did you went for that, bro? I didn't the Tooth Fairy, I had the Pokemon Fairy where I'd get a pack of Pokemon cards instead of a quid onto my pillow. Oh mate, that's yeah, amazing. That was the best. <laughs> or the Pokemon Fairy rules, yeah, obviously. Don't break the K phase. <laughs> <laughs> right, well Will and Joe from Black Peaks, thank you very much for being on Bitch and Proof. Thanks. Thanks so much. Enjoy team. your time at Two Thousand man. Alrighty then, that's part one of Bitch and Brew's 2003 special in the proverbial bag. Um, massive thanks go out to my new friends in Vukovi, uh, Black Peaks and Conjurer, and my old friends in Prestamico. Um, bonus shout outs go to uh, James at Division PR. Uh, Matt at Devil PR uh, Donay at the Noise Cartel and Matt At Hold Tight PR as well Um, I always like to give props to the people working behind the scenes who, who sort of take the time to make things like this happen so i always try and slip in a thank you there for the publicist because they really deserve it too um, thank you to you most of all for for listening i hope you've enjoyed it at least enough to uh, to subscribe to bitch and brew on soundcloud apple Podcasts, or Acast, uh, as i mentioned earlier if you haven't done so yet link in the description um just a little bit about each band from this episode Uh, Vukovi's self-titled debut album is out now uh, via Lab Records. The track you heard earlier is on it and it's called Bouncy Castle. Presto as we discussed, have a new album out called Here's To The Fatigue. It's out on uh, Marshall Records, and the song you heard is called If All Your Parts Don't Make A Hole. Um, you can catch Presto on tour around the UK in October and November. Um, I won't go through the dates here because I've already gone on you know, a fair bit, But uh, head to their Facebook page for more details and be sure to shimmy your way down to a show. It's a really fun time. Um, Conjurer's debut album is called Maya and it's out now, as we mentioned, uh, via Holy Raw Records. Uh, If you've not heard that album yet, then honestly, what are you doing with your life? Go and check it out like right now or like in two minutes time after this podcast ends it is worth your time and uh go and see their sets at um octangent in just a couple of weeks time in bristol uh they are doing one set on their own and then um a collaborative set with the wonderful band that is peen spelt p-i-j-n i do hope i pronounced that Uh, Correctly, I think that's a a common uh, thing, people pronouncing it Peen or Pine or Pigeon or some other way. Um, They're also on tour in November supporting the mighty Conan. So go to their Facebook page for more details about that. I'll leave a link in the description. Uh, Oh, and the track I played off of Maya earlier is called Thankless. Um, Incredible song, incredible album. And finally, Black Peaks have an album coming out on October 5th. It's called All That Divides and it's coming out via Rise Records and BMG. Uh, go and see them live too. They're also at Arctangent. Uh, they're at Reading and Leeds. They're doing a bunch of headline dates in the UK in October uh, with Bosque and Gold Key support. And what a what a fucking lineup that is. Black Peaks, Bosque and Gold Key is 10 out of 10 night for me. Um, they're heading out to Europe after that. They're doing loads of fucking shows around the release of All That divides. so there's there's really no excuse for missing them, again, head to their Facebook page for all the details, I can't, it's too fucking hot to be going through all of the dates for all of the bands at the moment, so uh, yeah, I'll leave links for you to go and check them out for yourself, Uh, but please do, please buy a ticket, go down to the show, support these bands. Um, Of course, that's just part one done with, and part two is bigger, and I would argue even better, I don't usually do this, but I'll tell you now who's on the next episode, because I'm super excited, and I can't hold it in anymore, it's like a nervous wee, so um, on part two of and Brew Goes to 2000 Trees, you will hear me in conversation with Boston Manor, the Dune, glue father son and the dirty nil i am very very excited for you to hear that so make sure you're subscribed go and like bitch and brew on facebook follow me on twitter instagram all that jazz and i will be back next wednesday the 1st of august 2018 for part two of bitch and brews 2000 trees extravaganza um thanks for listening i'll see you on down the road peace (laughs)